0: We can, you know, reach Haiti for God. And one day you can see God for Haiti, Haiti for God.
1: Hello, and welcome to this action podcast from Bible League International. I'm your host, Michael Woolworth. Haiti has been a hot topic on news outlets for many months. Its president was assassinated. The country was rocked by a devastating earthquake. Violence and crime dominate the headlines, and Bible League partners in the area are not immune to the struggles. Recently, a deacon of a Bible League partner church was murdered and the pastor was kidnapped in another partner church. While the situation in Haiti seems impossibly dark, the Lord continues to shine His light. Today, Bilda, the National Director of Bible League Haiti, discusses how God is moving in His beloved country. Bilda, welcome to this Action Podcast. How did you come to Bible League? And what do you do in your role?
0: So I'm so glad that to to be with you today for this podcast. Uh, I oversee all operations of Bible League uh, in Haiti. Like uh, I am leading uh, now a project Fairly church printing program, literacy program, and then like uh, uh, do some logistics for uh, Bible uh, translation for easy-to-read version. And then I am uh, like a, a teacher to the church printing program. And uh, I have some some group project, Philip group, and then uh, train people for the literacy program too. It's my uh, it's my my role at this time, and then make sure all administration oversee all administration of Bible League to make sure we have a plan. Uh, do some follow up to make sure everything is well. It's It's uh, the way I come from to uh, Bible League International.
1: That sounds like a lot of responsibility. Um, Brother, are you enjoying it? Oh, it's a blessing.
0: I think it's my calling. It's my calling. I love that because I I know it's one of the most important things in my life. After my relationship with God, my family, is to do. Train people, meet people, share the gospel. Because I know one thing, if you want to change my country, Haiti, It's through the Word of God.
1: Well, amen to that. That's uh, true for the U.S. as well. Hey, I appreciate your energy. I appreciate your enthusiasm for all that you do in Haiti. Now, uh, Bill, you mentioned family. Tell me about your wife, Mona, and your two sons.
0: It's a great pleasure for me because, uh, you know, I have more than uh, 20, 24 years I got married with uh, Mona. We are are together. We have two sons. Bill there is uh, a major at uh, Lee University and Billy. The uh, freshman at uh, Lee University, and then now we are at home. Mona and I together. We continue to serve God uh, at our, our church because I'm a pastor. I oversee mm-hmm. all churches in Haiti, more than five thousand churches in Haiti. Yes, yeah. we, we we are working. We are working. Mona and I. We are working for for God, and then support the ministry in Haiti, especially the ministry of Bible Bible League. Work together. She me, and then we work together for the glory of God.
1: All right, so you're uh, virtually empty nesters. My uh, wife and I are almost there as well. Uh, what do you and Mona like to do? What's your hobbies?
0: I like so much to swim. <laughs> and then, you know, my my wife, she likes so much cooking, and then sometimes I I help her.
1: Okay, cool. Cool. What do you two like to cook together?
0: Rice and beans and chicken.
1: Oh, yeah. I've had Haitian Creole rice and beans and chicken. Nothing wrong with that. Hey, as I mentioned uh, in my opening narrative, uh, Bill, we're hearing so much in the news about the violence in Haiti right now. Uh, Just recently, a group of missionaries and children associated uh, with a group from Ohio was kidnapped in Port-au-Prince. Talk about how violence is affecting life right now, in Haiti.
0: The life of most Haitian people becomes more and more Mm. difficult because of the social political situation, Mm. especially the violence. Many of them are very concerned because they don't see any flicker of hope related to their future. In fact, sometimes when we see kidnapping, let me say you, uh, last week, some murder, some gang people come a church partner that we have Bible League is working with the church. They come at this church. They kill inside the church a deacon, and then they took uh, the wife of this deacon and they kidnapped. Mm. Wow! Yesterday they go. They went to a church, a partner church of Bible League in Port-au-Prince. They went inside the church and they kidnapped the past two four hundred people. I can say. The situation is very, very, very tough situation at this time in Haiti.
1: Well, from all that we hear in the news, I mean, it certainly is. Um, I've heard those stories you just mentioned, Bilda, and it hits home for us as you talked about those two partner churches of Bible League being targeted. I mean, wow. What does this mean for ministry workers in Haiti?
0: It's very difficult for us to do uh, very well our work in Port-au-Prince, we can work very well outside of Port-au-Prince, and south, southeast, north, northeast. But inside Port-au-Prince, life is very difficult. Mm. This The scripture is the sole spring that may bring hope to live from day to day and to the future. Mm. But I think if the moment and the situation is the good way to serve people in Haiti through the, uh, the scripture of the the word of God is for this reason. Now we reinforce our work because the situation is so tough. But yeah. the one hope we have in Haiti hmm. is the God. Amen. More than two or three hundred people have been kidnapped. Two and three hundred people, and then they ask like two hundred thousand U.S. dollars, three hundred thousand, one million dollars. Now many Haitian people try to find a, 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 a new, a new, a new country. For example, we can see. We can see so many Haitians uh, try to reach Texas, and then it's it's not an easy moment because many Haitian people want to take a boat to go outside, but the only hope that we have now in Haiti is the, is the gospel of God. People want to, to stay at home uh, and then study the Bible because, because they, they, they don't see hope in other things. Only in the gospel of
1: god yeah for sure i mean we've seen the footage of people from haiti trying to flee to the united states for a better life but you say that people are turning to the gospel because they see that there's no hope no anchor in anything else except the lord jesus christ Uh, your country has also been dealing uh, with the assassination of your president in july Uh, what's that been
0: like i can see in haiti the big problem that we have is the leadership because those leaders. They don't see the people in the country. They see only themselves. Our uh, president has been assassinated and ju- last July. It's so sad. It's not good. It's very bad to have things like that because only one thing uh, political leadership wants to have, to have the power. How uh, they can do more money. It's the way they think the situation now they want to put in place a, a, a new government. We can, we can expect anything from them because we can see violence everywhere, everywhere. Each day when I go out, I say, God, it's not my last day. Every day it's my last day. And then when my wife uh, decides to go out, it's so sad to say that it's her last day. I don't know when I go to the office, I go uh, somewhere to work to do some training. The situation is very bad because we don't have a government can take over all those things and say, no, we can't do that. We don't have a government who can, uh, they, they can decide to stop that. Yeah.
1: Hmm. Bill, I got to tell you, it is troubling for me to hear you say that you and your wife often wonder with uh, all the violence there in Haiti, if uh, today's your last day. I mean, that's how you put it. We need to pray for you and every ministry worker in Haiti, and I'm going to remind our listeners at the end to do just that. Um, I know the people of Haiti are still recovering from the earthquake of 2010. I mean, that was absolutely devastating. And then you experienced another earthquake that destroyed a a lot of property, killed a lot of people, displaced a lot of uh, families. Um, How do these natural disasters affect life in Haiti?
0: Uh, After the earthquake in 2010, many died. It's so sad to say that. People continue to build the house in the same way because we don't have a government responsible to keep them, to lead them in a the good way. If one day we have the earthquake in Porto, we're going to have the same tragedy again. But we have the earthquake in, in 2021 in South, especially in Lekai, Southwest, more than uh, uh, 2,000 people. They under tent, hmm. plastic shelter. They don't have like cement. You know, the water comes. Life is very, very difficult. The situation after the earthquake, we don't see the government take a decision to see how we go to help those people to rebuild the house in a good way. And then uh, we we can have less people die for earthquake.
1: Yeah, I see what you're saying, uh, builder. Hey, let's talk about Christianity in Haiti. What's life like for a believer in that country? And then what's the general state of the evangelical church uh, in Haiti?
0: Many times we can, you can hear it say, in Haiti we have 50% of the population is Christian. I don't think so, uh, like evangelical church, we don't think so we are a 50% Christian. We can see many people go to the church, but they are not a Christian. When we work, we are working with uh, Churches, we can see we have twenty-five percent Christian in, in Haiti, and then those people we can see they they have like a a fever. They have like a, a home to go to study with with people. I can see the faith of Christian in Haiti. I think is real. I can say uh, uh, the state of the evangelical church in Haiti uh, is growing because twenty years ago. Before Bible League come in Haiti, we can put this in like 15 to 20 percent. And now we can see with Bible League International, we work with all churches in Haiti. Now we start to uh, to study with people, with the small group. People start to develop a relationship with God through a small group Bible study. And now we can see the way they, they are doing things. It's different, but I can see mm. they have this fever uh, to do things to mm. to to study uh, last fiscal year and 2020-2021. Uh, uh, we have more than 4,000 Filip uh, have been trained, and then they are ready to reach more than 50,000 people uh, all over Haiti. Mm. You know, we can see this fever. These uh, these are uh, willing. Is willing to share the gospel.
1: Well, that's so encouraging to hear, uh, Builder. Hey, is it hard to find a Bible in Haiti?
0: Twenty years ago, before Bible Leap, we didn't talk about small groups in Haiti. Twenty years ago, it, it was very difficult to find a Creole Bible in Haiti. If you want a, a full Creole Bible, it's very difficult to go to some library to find a full Creole Bible for $25. Twenty-five dollars for Haitian people—it's very, very expensive.
1: Okay, yeah, that's understandable. I mean, especially when we hear so much about the abject poverty in Haiti. What is Bible League doing uh, to make the Bible accessible to Haitians?
0: When Bible League comes, we start to put us a Creole Bible in Haiti, and then we start to to uh, to do like a strategic uh, placement of Scripture. We give so many. Creole Bible and French Bible, because the Haitian people, they speak Creole and French. Now, Bible League developed a new strategy. We have a, a new version, easy-to-read version. Praise the Lord, we finish with the New Testament. We almost distributed more than 150,000 New Testament all over Haiti. But We have more than 11 million Haitians, but we already distributed 150,000 New Testament. Next year in 2022, we're going to have that the old Bible in Creole, easy to read version. Praise the Lord, Bible League, we have like a New Testament, easy to read version. Praise the Lord, we almost finished with our uh, translation. I hope Haitian people go to have a full Bible in Creole. Bible League continues to support very well with a French Bible because we have many Haitian people speak French in our program. We gave them uh, a full. French Bible. Hmm. But it's not easy to have a Creole Bible in Haiti at this time, but we are on our way to have our own translation in Creole, easy to read version in Creole. But about the training, I can say we are only organization in Haiti continue to train hmm. people like that, but it's a, it's a great opportunity for us to train people and like equip them to go out with so many materials that we have, and then ready to go outside and then to burn the gospel outside.
1: Well, again, that's so encouraging to hear, Bilda. I understand that voodoo was recognized by the Haitian government as an official religion there. Now, let me say that again. Voodoo recognized by the official government there as an official religion. Now tell me, what kind of challenges uh, do you get from people who practice voodoo?
0: I can say at this time, uh, the voodoo people, they don't create trouble to us. For example, last uh, weekend, I was in the south of Haiti. I I go to visit a pastor, a church planter. He pray in church between two voodoo temples. <laughs> you can imagine that. Now, every Sunday, the priest send their kids to this new church. <laughs> and, and, and every Sunday, you can see the kids of the priest in the church. Uh, one day, the pastor told me, one day, uh, the Voduprits say, Pastor, I don't think it will be good we can stay in this area because we don't, we don't have activities. The pastor said, you don't have activity. Let me understand when you say you don't have activity. He said, you know, pastor, people, they don't come anymore to see us at the Vodou Temple. All of them, they went to your church. I don't think so. It's good to continue to stay uh, near you. It's so important to find another place. <laughs> pastor, uh, we're going to continue. May God bless you. And then I don't want you go out only to put your uh, voodoo Temple. I hope one day God can touch your life and then you can confess Jesus Christ in your life and accept Jesus Christ in your life and then you can come a member in our church. He said, I hope that you can see mm. uh, we, we don't have trouble with them because the, the Spirit of God is working through those people. I hope one day we can, you know, reach Haiti for God and one day you can see. God for Haiti, Haiti for God.
1: That is an amazing story. Now, I would guess that many of our listeners didn't expect to hear a local evangelical church, a partner of Bible League, has great influence among voodoo priests. Amazing to think, too, that that priest sends his children to the church and that he worries that many who come to him for spiritual guidance are now ending up at that church. Absolutely amazing. Thanks for sharing that. Our listeners here talk uh, all the time, uh, Bill, about uh, Project Philip, Bible-based literacy, and church planter training all around the world. Um, how are those programs received in
0: Haiti? Let me say you, God is good all the time. I have uh, more than 21 years with uh, Bible League. I can see the hands of God every day because we have those people, those donors pray for us. Mm. The last year, it was a great year for us. We have so many people accept Jesus Christ in their in the life. We develop a literacy program. We help people to learn, to read, how to read, how to write. We give them the Gospel of John. We give them the New Testament, easy to read version. It's a, a good version in Haiti. Church printing program for this fiscal year, we just finished our fiscal year, 30 churches have been printed in rural area. And then because we have so many people from and rural area we we, we, we we go to train them to the church planting program uh, and october 30 we go to have 60, 60 leaders they already finish the program church planting program they will be graduate you know it's it's a great blessing in the rural area we can mention in Port prince we have so many violence we have so many something like that but when you go to the rural area we can see uh, the blessing of God. In Port-au-Prince, uh, we have like a, a project, Philly. We have church printing class two, And then we have a literacy program. I can give you some, some numbers. For this year, when I say this year, for the fiscal year 2020-2021 yeah. sure. sure. uh, to September 30, we already sent 4,000 Philly, And uh, we reached 55,224 people. Include in this number, we have 32 people. 1,144 adults, 22,080 young people. God is good. God is good. Yeah,
1: amen. God is good. And those numbers, Bilda, they're very, very impressive and praiseworthy because each one of those represents a precious life, a recipient of God's grace. In our final moments together, um, tell us a story uh, of how one of those programs that uh, you just mentioned—take uh, your pick—impacted a person or a church in Haiti.
0: A church planter in, in the north come to our program to receive the training, and then back to the north to do. He said, "Pastor, I'm come. I'm come here. You know the reason because I feel it's very important. The best way to do a disciple, a disciple is through church. You know, when I finish to receive." The church printing program. I went there. Now I have 50 people accept Jesus Christ in their life. Those people develop a relationship with God. They receive the New Testament. They, they start to study. And then one of them come, a preacher now, <laughs> one of them come to help me to do the, the will of God. He it, said, Pastor builder. it's the good way to do the disciples. It's the better way to do the disciple. And then when you plant a church, we have time to study Bible with those people, and then they can read more and then help to read the gospel to other people.
1: (laughs) Well, I can hear that pastor's enthusiasm uh, through your story, uh, Bilda. Thanks for sharing that. Um, I've got one more question. Let me say this. uh, Listeners, pray for Bilda. Pray for his wife, all the ministry workers with Bible League, uh, all of our partners, uh, and just really Christians in general. They are subjected to all the violence uh, that we hear about in the news. They're certainly not exempt from it. And um, you heard Bilda say earlier, oftentimes, Workers like himself, his wife, they say to themselves, is this my last day? As I go out today, what will I encounter? And so uh, be assured, uh, Bill. Um, I know our, our listeners, these are our supporters, right? The people that financially support Bible League, that pray for us. I know they'll pray for you. Um, earlier you alluded uh, to these fine donors, these wonderful people that uh, support the work of Bible League. Um, speak to them directly uh, as we wrap up our time together.
0: I would like to take this time... To say thank you, uh, donors, because you support Haitian people in for your prayer. Because I know every day you pray for us. I know every day we find a better way how you can help us to support and then continue to pray for us. Continue to support us because we want to give more Bible. We want to train more people. We want to have more impact. With your prayer, we can do that. And with your support, we can do that, too. Your help, please continue. We love you. We go one day. We're going to celebrate in the heaven with God. God, thank you for this time you gave us to, to work together for your blood. Thank you. Thank you. May God bless you.
1: builder. thanks for that message, and uh, thanks for all that you shared with us today. I mean, what a joy to hear what God is doing in Haiti. Definitely a lot of challenges there, but great to see the gospel going forth and then understand how Bible League uh, plays a big part in all of it. Friend, will you pray for Bible League International? You know, we can't do it alone, but through your generous support, we'll continue serving the under-resourced church globally through Bibles and training to transform lives worldwide through God's Word. Tell us what you think about this podcast by emailing your comments to podcast at bibleleague.org. That's podcast at BibleLeague.org. Follow us on social media or visit BibleLeague.org. I'm Michael Woolworth for this action podcast.